You know, some people enjoy composing their own music, chord by chord, and others are happiest when they come across that one perfect song. Work is not a lot different than that. Whether you prefer building your own workflow or using a pre-made template, with Monday.com, you and the team can work in a way that's comfortable for everyone. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com and build your own amazing workflow or find an awesome template. No judgment. Welcome to the RuPaul's Drag Race Recap Show for All-Star Season 7, Episode 9, titled Dance Like a Drag Queen. My name is Joe Batanz, and I am joined, as always, by one viral co-host. By viral, I mean she's been spreading monkeypox around in L.A. like it's COVID. From the podcast, bring it to the runway, please say... They're used. Oh! And, yeah, and they have a, a distinctive uh, smell to them. To Christian Ochoa. Hello, Christian Ochoa. Hello, gorgeous Discord peeps. Well, not just Discord, and it's everybody. And the everybody. World. The world. Let me finish, Gorge. Just special so- shout out to the Discord peeps. Mm-hmm. I really fuck with all of you. You really do have an incredible fan base. Especially the Discord peeps. That's where it's at. All right. I thought it was going somewhere. Uh, by the way, Christian and I had an extended conversation over on Just Between Us Girls, our little our show where we shoot the shit before we record the episode. We got in a fight. We got we made up. We talked about how much we love each other. We told stories of haunted hotels, serious Germans. Uh, Christian doesn't know geography. Uh, what else? Oh, the Christian gave the my makeup girl makeup advice because he wanted her to do the makeup correctly. I mean, we learned all kinds of things, and if you want to hear that, there are two ways to hear it. One, you can go over to Patreon.com/slash/AfterthoughtMedia, and uh, if you want to hear just between us girls, you got to join at the executive level, and you get that over there. Plus, you get this show early with no commercials. You get uh, our season four recap. You get all, all there's so many shows that you get just with that money. Then, but what if you're like, I don't want any of that shit. I don't want just between us girls. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, you can just scroll up right there, hit subscribe, and you get boom. Same time as everybody else, you get just between us girls. But let me tell you something else because Poppy was feeling very generous today. If the link isn't already pre-put into my uh. No show notes, I'll put them today. Anybody, you don't even have to subscribe on anything. I've released all the Afterthought Media shows through 2020 on the Afterthought Media private RSS feed. It's open to the public. It's just a private RSS feed. Just copy that from the show notes. And you can listen to anything we put out through the year 2020. Follow that in the show notes. Might go like, you know what? Patreon thing is a really good idea. And, but you know what? You can entertain yourself while you're at the gym, running around. All those shows are available now. Uh, all right, let's jump right into this show. I feel like feeling Christian are we talking a lot. This week, the queens go viral on TikTok for their dance routines, and on the runway category is What Lies Beneath. Monet Exchange and Jinx Monsoon are named the top two all-stars of the week and both receive a legendary legend star before duking it out in a lip-sync battle for their legacies. After all was said and done, 
Monet was named the winner of the lip sync and chose to block Raja. Christian, go ahead and name two things like about the episode and one thing you did not. I didn't like that Raja was blocked. Okay. Also, it's giving a little season five, like them giving Jinx like a song that of course Jinx is going to like nail, right? Mm -hmm. Even against Monet, who I think is an incredible lip syncer. So it does feel like they're trying to like help her so she doesn't get blocked so she can make it to the finale when it's like, I'm pretty sure Jinx can get there on her own merit. You know, it Mm -hmm. does feel a little produced and I don't really like that. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I did not like the challenge in general. I thought it was very weak. I didn't really like love this episode, but I did love the runway. Mm -hmm. I thought it was a really fun theme. At first I didn't realize that it was like, it had to be three reveals, right? That was the criteria. And then it had to be representative of a season. Oh, it did? Well, they all ended up being like season. Like they were all doing like seasonal kind of looks. It felt like. No, because they kept talking art. about it in their confessional. I don't know. Uh, okay. Yeah, it wasn't clear to me either. All right. Let me tell you this. First thing I liked. I don't know who I have to pay. I don't know who ha- who's out there. You know, this show reaches a lot of people. I need to get in touch with whoever the fuck that dark-haired dancer was on those videos. Wait, someone send a pic of him on Discord. This dark-haired dancer is the most beautiful dancer I've ever had on the show. He's a Latino. Someone found his Instagram. His name is like something Sosa. So he's, he's one of us, you know, a gay, queer Latino. Um, I don't know how this person identifies, so maybe I'll just say Latinx, Latine, you know. And, uh, but he is, I couldn't, even on the second watch, I'm like, okay, I'm going to watch the drag queens. I couldn't, I just only could watch him. And I'm, I'm even going to say it affected how I judged their videos too. You'll hear in a second. <laughs> the other thing I'm going to tell you is I actually like this lip sync. I like that they changed it up. I don't know. I'm not a big Designing Women fan, so I don't know how I feel about that in particular. But I know that's an iconic speech. And I want to see some Mommy Dearest. I want to see some other iconic speeches. I want to see those in the show. But I think that was a good way to mix it up. And the thing I didn't like, I don't know if I'll get into this now. I'll get into it later. I can't believe this person's never come up on the show. Because this person, to me, is so obnoxious. I cannot with this Ben Platt. I hate him. I've always hated him. I don't like Ben Platt. To me, why? Because he is the, to me, he is the embodiment of white mediocrity, um, nepotism. I don't think he's a good singer. He's one. Okay. We'll get back to that in a second. Oh, he's a singer. Yeah. He's a, he's he's a musical theater person. Oh, yeah. Mm. And. All the, like, he gets praised like he's the greatest musical theater person ever. He's not. I don't even saw this Dear Evan Hansen movie. It was horrible. Do you see him? He, you know, in the movie, they didn't do anything to help him. He's supposed to play like a little high school boy and he looked just like that, you know? And he looked like an old man, like a legit old man playing like a little high school boy, right? One, two, Open your fucking mouth and enunciate when you sing, motherfucker, right? And people just go, oh, they ah, oh, Ben Platt, ah, oh, Ben Platt, Ben Platt, right? Here's the thing, too. And this is, this is, this is Hollywood. I realize this is everybody, right? 
His dad is like a well-known producer. Mm. So you want to know how she got like her foot in the door? Ugh, I can't stand. And I know, the, I know, I know people specifically. I've never talked about this before, but I know specific people who are going to be a little angry with me because I don't worship at the feet of Ben Platt. I think he's horrible. I think he's overrated. I think he's mediocre and he's indicative how like white mediocrity gets you very far in this business, especially if you're connected. Thank you. He tells no lies, y'all. <clears throat> Couldn't agree more, but I also don't know who he is that well. I'm glad. And I was not. He dates that little twink from uh, 13 Reasons Why. Hmm. He, he was he, he was on the episode, I think he's on the Mask Gate episode. To be honest with you, Joe, like yeah. I don't really like pay attention to these like white twink. I don't really pay attention to these people. They don't really grab my attention personally. Speaking of mediocrity. Yeah. Oh, yeah. By the way, Bring It to the Runway is available wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Yes, go ahead. Yes. And, (laughs) bitch. And I just saw, you guys, don't you think it's a little sad when, like, go-go dancers promote their go-go dancing so hard on Instagram or TikTok? And I'm like, you're such a bad dancer. Like, you're cute, but you are a horrible dancer. Your moves are so sad. You are so mediocre. It is so L.A. The go-go dancers in L.A. do the fucking least, if especially if they're attractive. They do the fucking least. And it's like we have like the femme go-go's, the trans go-go's, and they're out here fucking it up. They're doing the thing in heels. They're killing it. And then like the, you know, cis male dancers are always so shitty, so shitty, so shitty. And they're not even that cute. Anyways, then all they do is make up their personality on Instagram. And I'm like, you're not good. Anyways. Okay. Where did that come from? That's what that reminded me of. Your tangent on mediocrity. Oh, oh. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, all right. Let's get this jump. Let's jump right into the episode. After the lip sync, Raja credits her lip sync. By the way, hold on for a second. If you're um, a Ben Platt fan, I don't know what they call them, the Bendovers or whatever they call them, the fans. <laughs> what do you think the Ben Platt fans are called? Platt holes? Platypussies. Oh, platypussies. Okay. Uh, don't, I don't want any messages from you on Instagram. Don't. Just leave it alone. Okay. I don't like them. You're not going to convince me. Uh, whatever. All right. But you know, this is the kind of, when people go like, oh, your reviews. I'm like, yeah, because I say shit like this and then they go and leave a two star review and they're not even specific about it. They don't say like, oh, Joe said something about Ben Platt and I'm a big Ben Platt fan. So I'm mad at him. No, they go like, he's really hateful and mean and just super negative all the time. No, I'm not. I love this season. I'm negative about you and I'm negative about Ben Platt. All right. Anyway, <laughs> after the lip sync, Raja credits her lip sync win to living in the eighties. Jade is thrilled to have learned the secret of the plunger, leaving Raja the only one in the dark. The queens do a star count and realize they're down to the final three weeks before the finale. The next day, RuPaul enters the workroom to announce this week's maxi challenge, a master class in branding. Each queen will create their own viral dance challenge to a classic RuPaul song. Uh, Christian, let me ask you a couple questions here on that whole first act. When they come in from after the previous episode and they're chit-chatting and shooting the shit. Did you have any big thoughts you want to talk about that happened in that moment? They weren't really... I kind of, like, had to skip through it because I was bored. Yeah. They weren't really saying shit. It's very, like... 
It's very like kumbaya, you know. Mm-hmm. How do you think you do? Mm-hmm. Oh, dancing's a struggle. Oh, it's not my thing. Oh, I'm old. Like it's like okay, the tropes are getting really tired. Speaking of Viv, you were blocked. Get over it. Yeah, I'm so over that. I'm so over that. I'm so over it. She won't stop talking about it. It's like, okay, by the way, Trinity and Jinx have been in a situation where they've been blocked and they won the challenge. You're not the only queen. They would have three stars too. You are over it now, Viv. You know, if anything, Jinx is more of a reason to bitch because she'd have four stars. Right. You know? So get over it, Viv. Get over it. She won't fucking stop talking about it. Yeah, I agree. By the way, um, I don't know when this was, but Christian and his friend were at a gay club, and the friend was rude to the Viv. My friend wasn't rude to the Viv, and the, my friend was just... He's so embarrassing, you guys. <clears throat> I can't take this bitch anywhere. He's lived in Hollywood for how many years and he still acts so brand new. He went up, like the Viv is coming, walking to the patio and we're on the patio at Mickey's and it's like, got Mick, fucking, um, the one that you had a crush on last season, the Puerto Rican one, Alyssa Hunter, mm-hmm. um, all these, all these queens and the Viv starts walking over and this bitch is tall and my friend goes, Oh my God, you're, uh, Drag Race UK. And she goes, yeah. And then he's like, um, you're, um, you're, um, sorry, I forgot who you were. And I was just like, oh, oh bitch, you're the one who pointed at her. You're the yeah. one who made it so fucking uncomfortable and awkward. And I was just there watching like work. Okay. You know, like so embarrassing. I was so embarrassed. I turned around. I couldn't. Turned around? Hell yeah, I turned around. I was like, I don't want to be as fucking associated with my best friend in this moment. By the way, Jinx, I don't know what it is. She's lost her fucking mind. But I'm yeah. here I'm here for that stupid, dumb laugh at everything. I don't know why it makes me laugh when she does that some dumb But I want everyone to know, I don't buy this Christian's looking at pictures shit. He is completely 100%. I was just responding to my sister. I've had like four different people calling me since we started recording. And I'm telling them like, I'm busy, I'm busy. Because it's the time you wake up. No, uh, not even. But, uh, okay, let's talk about the next day when RuPaul walked in. Let's Let's talk about something you can actually talk about. What the fuck was going on with RuPaul's makeup and look when she walked in? What was that? Okay, it wasn't just me thinking that, right? Yeah. No. I don't know, girl. Uh, it's what weird. I have no idea. It was like, you know, he's experimenting, which I'm all here for people experimenting. But I don't know. The powder was maybe not his right color. It just looked really, um, yeah, his skin just didn't look good. It looked like he was halfway or partway through getting ready for the runway. And they're like, no, yeah, you got to like, go introduce the show. And he's like, oh, and they threw on a suit or something. Yeah, like he just did like the, they just did like the base. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. He looked like they just did like base makeup. Yeah. And like the eyes were so naked and mm-hmm. really like it is until like the eyes are done that the mm-hmm. whole look comes together, you know? Yeah. So I get it. I don't really wear eye makeup when I do do my makeup. So I have to be conscious of that too. Cause my, um, I do look like that sometimes. Not as bad though. 100% a lie. He was wearing mascara. I just spent a week with him. He was wearing mascara the whole I don't time. wear mascara. My lashes are super long and full, so mascara just makes them look super crazy. 
He was wearing, he looked like Tammy Faye Baker. He was Tammy Gay Baker. No, you thought I was putting on mascara on my eyebrows. I was like, this is clear brow gel. By the way, um, we can get into this later. Christian was like, I don't eat pan dulce, right? His mom owns a pan, a, a pan dulce. A panaderia. panaderia. Can you say it? Can you pronounce it? No, I can't. I'm white. People think I'm Latino because I lie, but I'm actually a white guy from Oxnard. He said Oxnard. Like a white person. Not Boyle Heights. Nope. All right. In the workroom, Trinity asks everyone how they describe their brand. Evie's brand is having no bones. Viv is a Liverpool housewife. Monet identifies as urban funny. Jada is a glamorous woman with a life of leisure. And Trinity's brand is built around her tuck. Evie's not confident about this week's challenge. Meanwhile, Jinx confuses everyone by basing her dance on a peanut butter sandwich. Let's talk about everything that happened in the workroom, uh, Christian. Well, before we even say anything, I have a question for you. What's your brand? Uh, Something I learned in product and brand management is that you actually want to ask like five people that are close to you and five people that know you more. (coughs) Are you okay? Wait, 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 wait. What just happened right now? I was choking on my cold brew. (laughs) That is the gayest West Hollywood (laughs) shit I've ever heard in my entire life. I don't live in WeHo. Could have fooled me. I'm not a WeHo gay. I've lived Mm. on the east side for eight years. It's going to be eight years, August 1st, since I signed my lease. Okay. But often WeHo gays say, and also WeHo gay is a state of mind. It's not necessarily an address. Because most WeHo gays can't afford to live in WeHo. It's true. Hold on. WeHo's very expensive. Yeah, but also it's very expensive and I wouldn't want to live there. No, I would never want to live there. Guys, anyone who knows, there are no freeways by the place. So like, like for you, if you just want to go somewhere that's not WeHo, you, it's like, 15 minutes just to get to the freeway, you know? So if you're that, either, that's yeah. 15 minutes without traffic, you yeah. guys. Yeah, so you're like in a little island that you're stuck in, and you're either staying in WeHo and working in WeHo and living there all the time, or it's taking you forever to get somewhere. But why don't you like, what, what, what you don't like about WeHo? It's expensive. You There's no room. It's noisy. It's crowded. There's not a lot of like, good options around like in terms of shopping for groceries or like it's like everyone's at the same fucking trader joe's you know Mm -hmm. like that's not fucking cute i would hate that um it's just there's just too many people and everyone's just really um just stuck in that world like they don't know the world outside of that area and it's kind of like annoying because they're so out of touch like, I love where I live because it's all old people. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty much the only person my age that I see when I go around here, and it's really nice. Oh, you like that? Um, yeah, I don't have to, like, care about the way I'm presenting myself. Like, I could just go That's and That's not true. Do my thing. Christian lives relatively close to a, a place that I'm dying to go to with him, a, a burger place called Grilla Mall. And every time I tell him I'm going to take him to Grilla Mall, he has a childlike meltdown. Out of all the food places, I live in one of the most, like, cultured, incredible cuisine. Like, mm-hmm. we have some of the top-rated restaurants in all of L.A. County, which is huge. Sure. And we have so many fucking restaurants that are top of the line, incredible hole in the walls. And you like that shit, and then you want to go to fucking grill them all, bitch? Okay, look. Hold on for a second. I don't need burgers. I want every- don't, don't believe anything Christian says. Christian's dream, Christian's fucking dream 
is to get me in an all black suit and go to eat at Buca de Beppo. Yeah, that's true. I want to eat in the Pope room with all the hosts and like Joe's the podfather. You really are the podfather. You are. That's how I refer to you to people. You never tell me what your brand is. Okay, so I think my brand, so I've done this experiment before, mm-hmm. and the common overlapping things are, like, I'm More. bold. Idiot. Okay. So, like, loud, mm-hmm. but not not loud, like, ignorant, Republican, conservative loud. I'm just, like, bold, like, very impactful, and I'm funny, and I'm stylish. That Those are, like, the top three things that I get. You're really, like bold, impactful, you're stylish, and you're really funny. Mm-hmm. So that's my brand. Mm. What would you say my brand is? Annoying, pushy, queer. Annoying, pushy, and queer. Mm-hmm. So you're just calling me a basic faggot. Queerness, um, I think that's so, like, cheap to put that in your brand. Like, that's, okay, so, like, for example, like, Valentina's whole brand was being Mexican. I'm Mm -hmm. like, that's not a personality. Being Mexican is not a personality. That kind of bothers me. Okay, I want everyone to know. If if you're like, God, Joe's being really hard on a Christian. Over Christian's right shoulder is a rack of clothes and blouses that he wears. And over his left shoulder is a large, like, blanket of Frida Kahlo. It's a big uh, tapestry of Frida Kahlo smoking a joint. Yeah. And then he goes like, why are you calling me a basic faggot? (laughs) Blouses on the one hand, Frida Kahlo tapestry on the other. What? I'm not, but I didn't say my brand is Mexican and queer. Even though it actually kind of is. Like, for all perras go to heaven, that is the brand. That's Christian's forthcoming podcast, which I got a chance to listen to. And I How didn't did know you what, feel about it? I like that. I mean, look, I've told you this to your face. I mean, I think it's strongest when you're not talking about sex. But when you did talk about sex, of what was my face? Because Christian saw me. You guys, like, Joe fucking Batanz sitting in the corner, acting like it was live. Like, we were... Like we were in a 40 theater and the fucking seat was moving and he was being squirted on his face when I was talking about Jessica's clit and describing it while she was showing it to me. Jessica's his roommate. Jessica's my roommate and my co-host and my co-collaborator, creator, all the Mm -hmm. things. And I'm describing it on the pilot and everyone's like, oh my God, everyone felt so uncomfortable. And that's the whole reason why we had to put it in there. Because I'm like, why are we feeling uncomfortable discussing a clitoris? Well, hold on for a second. Hold on for a second. You're not being fair. And I've asked Christian for permission to play and he won't let me. But in the, in the episode, Christian does say that it has a mouth and it's spitting shit and like goo and stuff like that. This is not just like, it's not like you're doing like a medical examination of her clitoris. Mama, it was OBGYN style. I. (laughs) All right. It was very OBGYN. And I will have to say, I remember. Joe, mm-hmm. when I listened to your thing, I was so engaged the whole time. Oh. You're a pilot. And I was like, wow, Joe, can I tell, can I confess? Yes. Wait, hold on. Before he says anything right now, this is a, a classic Christian Ochoa compliment. Wait till you hear what he said to me. I was like, I was experiencing a lot of internal guilt for not being, I knew you would turn something in that was polished, right? 
and I knew it was going to be fine. But I don't like history and I don't like that type of subject matter and I don't listen to narrative shows and stuff. So I was like, I felt really bad that I wasn't excited to hear your pilot. (laughs) And then I was like, and I was like, I knew you would turn in something that was like great quality, but I didn't think it was going to be as entertaining. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, Joe had the best one. I have to give it to you. You really, really had the best pilot. A hundred percent. And I said it in front of everybody. I Everybody knew. And I was like, wow, bitch, you really did that. You really surprised me because I really had no idea that's what it was going to sound like. That's mm-hmm. that's what the subject matter was going to like be described as and your sound design was so strong and I mean you called me every day freaking out about it and I definitely think it was so worth it and like the work definitely showed that you put in and it did not have to be that complicated for you to get that result right so I want everyone to know I am such an expert in Christian Ochoa that I am not saying anything not because I'm I'm uh, ungrateful but because I know there's another chunk that's about to drop might not be now. It'll be within the show. The other Chunkla will drop. He, the shade will come later. You know? Like, Shady it'll be, like, I, yeah, I'm not going to say it's going to, it'll be something like he just said all those nice things like, wow, Joe, I, I mean, I, I can't, I didn't think you could do all that work to put us a great show, but I guess it shows because you, you haven't lost any weight in that time. So you were clearly just sitting down and just spending all that time on your show and it shows, you know? No, Joe got mad at me earlier for not starting the show on time because I was trying to finish watching the episode. And in my mind, I already had a comeback. I was going to be like, Joe, I'm sorry. Not all of us have the privilege that you do to sit around at home waiting for this show to drop. And some of us have to go outside and work Mm -hmm. because some of us weren't able to retire early like you. So what's your take on the Viv? I listen, I think she's talented. I do think she's polished, but no offense, she's UK and I don't really expect much from their queens. Mm-hmm. Um and the queens that I do really fucking appreciate from the UK aren't on this platform or this stage. So, I'm like whatever about her. I don't think she's not talented. I don't think she's not necessarily deserving of being here, but you know the UK drag culture there's completely different. You know what? I was talking to my friend Carlo who lives in Germany. And he was talking about he and his boyfriend watched the show and whatnot. And uh, I asked him about the Viv, and I liked his take, was that he likes her drag, but he just can't connect with her out of yes. drag. Mm-hmm. Like there's or in up- drag either. I can't connect with her in drag either, but though. But she's polished. Her face is just very frozen. It's like lacks expression when she's mm-hmm. in drag. Um, you know, you know what out of drag, I think she looks... Like she can make expressions, so I can like she emotes better out of drag, which is funny because in drag this bitch is a really good actress. So, yeah, but again, yeah, I don't connect with her. I don't know, relate to her. I don't connect with her. It's funny you what you're saying reminds me of what you said about what you thought my podcast was going to be like. Viv is like that. She is the embodiment of that in that she's polished, but. You can't connect with her. And which is what you thought my podcast was going to be like. That would be polished, but you wouldn't be able to connect with the source material. Mm-hmm. And that's the Viv. I don't, yeah, I don't know what it is. Um, and it does take talent and it does take a lot of skill, right? To be able to make something super. Cause your pilot ended up being very relatable and very of the time mm-hmm. using a historical reference, which was yeah. super cool. Uh, okay. 
Jinx Monsoon. This peanut butter thing she was doing, she was stuffing in her mouth. I lived for it. And I thought it was so, so funny. I just think Jinx is so talented. What's your take on Jinx? I love Jinx. I love Jinx. I, I, like, obviously, Jinx and Raja were, like, the two that I was the most excited to see. Mm-hmm. Um, I was really not excited to see the Viv because I'm like, mm, you're UK. Like, I don't know why you're here. <laughs> and then um, I was not excited to see any of the All-Stars winners because uh-huh. it was just too soon. Yeah. Too soon. Uh-huh. Some of these bitches literally won last week. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so I wasn't really excited about them. But Jinx is definitely someone that I was totally looking forward to seeing but i'm just like really over like i don't know i don't like the branding episodes dude i don't and this is like what i do you guys i work Mm -hmm. in marketing for a brand i work in branding Mm -hmm. and like i just don't like that shit like it's it's i'm so tired of them pigeonholing themselves to these quote-unquote brands i don't really like her brand yeah i'm a mom no you're not you're not a mom you're not a MILF. Say that you're horny. You're a horny drag queen. That's different. But guess what? You and every other drag queen's horny. So I want to touch on something. Raja said the quiet part out loud towards the end of the segment when um, Jinx asked her if she was allergic to peanut butter. And she said, no, I'm Southeast Asian. We're not allergic to anything. She goes, that's white people. I'm all... Why? That people? was my favorite line. That was my favorite fucking line of the whole episode because it was so fucking real. Yeah. White people are always allergic to shit. Now, I happen to know why, but I'm not a medical doctor, so I won't say why in the air. But I know why white people are allergic to shit. But white people are always allergic to shit. It's so weird to me. I'm like, I've never heard. You know what's funny? My cousin recently, mm-hmm. like a year or two ago, uh, my first cousin, she, that's my age, um, developed celiac disease. Oh, really? Yeah. And it's so weird. And my sister and I have been suspicious of us having like a gluten, not an allergy, not, but mild intolerance. Mm-hmm. But yeah, super weird. Yeah. For a Mexican, because I've never met a Mexican with celiac well, disease. Well, no, like I actually, my boyfriend's uh, best friend is Chinese and mm-hmm. he's allergic to peanuts. But you know, he was born here. I feel like, to be honest with you, I say white, but I think it's a very American thing. Is your cousin, was your cousin born here? Yeah. Yeah. I but she developed thing. it. Yeah, like, yeah, She yeah. was fine her whole life. Yeah. I think it's an American thing, the, the, the allergy shit. And Us having shitty fucking food. No, you know what? Okay, this is going to start a whole conversation. We'll have, this, we'll have to do it off the air. We'll do it off the air. Okay. People, we're already getting calm. I, yeah, I, went to the, I made a mistake and went to the Discord, and somebody wrote... Is this Drag Race recap? And I'm like, okay, I have to go edit right. out now. The conference. People at home who are listening, I went and edited out a whole conversation that Christian and I had because it didn't have to do with Drag Race recap. Can't have nice things. Anyway. Oh my God. You're so right about the Vivian looking like the cat lady with all the plastic surgery. Oh, Jocelyn Wildenstein, yeah. Mm-hmm. Very true. All right. Why don't we do this? Why don't we take a break? And when we come back, we're going to talk about the rest of the episode. We'll be back right after this. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. All right. I got to get something off my chest. By the time I finish watching RuPaul's Drag Race two times, recording two different shows about it, and spending my entire week around 
RuPaul's Drag Race. The last thing I want to do is listen to other podcasts about RuPaul's Drag Race. But people are constantly saying, do you listen to this podcast or that podcast? And I'll be honest with you, I don't because I barely have time to record the one that I do. And I this 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 sits on me, on my chest. So I have to get it off my chest because I'm like, is this hindering my growth as a creator? So I'm glad I told you guys this so you guys can stop recommending shows or asking me if I listen to Race Chaser or Sibling Rivalry. We all carry around different stressors, by the way. Big, small, serious, silly. And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest. Can you imagine if I went to therapy with this? And to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I have benefited tremendously from therapy. Tremendously. And it's a way for me to work out different problems that I've had. And I've shared those problems with you before. If you have stressors in your life, you need to talk them out. That's how you release the toxicity is by talking it out. And therapy can help do that. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. When they designed it, they designed it to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you got to do is just fill out a brief questionnaire, and they'll match you with a licensed therapist. And by the way, if you don't like your therapist, you can just switch therapists at any time at no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Drag Race today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash drag race. Yeah, RuPaul enters the workroom for table visits. Viv hopes to snatch her third star. Shay shares her current merch. And Trinity reflects on the name change. Ru compares Evie to Gumby and Roadside Balloon Man. Jinx labels her character as a single mother. And Ru suggests Monet lean into the money pun of her name christian ochoa all thoughts on this uh table visit scene who was it that oh when rue did monet's thing Mm -hmm. like when rue went to monet Mm -hmm. and was like um no bitch simplify that shit because this shit's not making sense i wish she would have done that for all the other girls too to be honest yeah maybe she did Mm, well it didn't show it on camera and i felt like that's probably why Jinx and Monet had the best one. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Who did you like the most? Jinx. But I like that kind of stuff. Hold on for a second. Once again, table visit. Fucking Vivian brings up being blocked again. And I'm yep. like, oh my God, bitch, let it go. It makes, you know why I don't like it? It's kind of making me like, I keep forgetting that she's bringing it up that much because to me it just feels like one big fucking episode now. <laughs> like the last four fucking episodes mm-hmm. just feel like one long fucking narrative and it's mm-hmm. so fucking annoying. Where's the story editor? Who's yeah. her fucking producer? Because they need to tell her to shut the fuck up. It's not entertaining. Yeah. Do something funny. Now I'm going to say something right now. I'm, I'm, I, I was going to pull this clip, but oh, you know, I can actually do it. Hold on. I can actually, I'm not going to pull the clip. I'm actually going to play the moment because I have the, um, timestamp hold on stay quiet because i may need to edit around i don't know if i'm gonna get it exactly but i want to play something here if you okay if you are a a a person who listens to this show 
and you want to be or plan to be on RuPaul's Drag Race, I'm telling you right now, listen to what Monet says right here. This is hands down the li- literally the best advice ever in the history of competing on the show. Here we go. In the 13 seasons I've done of the show, that when RuPaul giveth you a suggestion, baby, you run to the bank and you take it. That's what it is. Literally, if RuPaul, I've never understood this on this show. RuPaul, I think they, I think that they forget that RuPaul the man is the same person as the person in drag, you know? Literally. Because RuPaul will say, I think you should do this. And then they'll cut away to RuPaul said that I'm not going to do it. I'm like, bitch, you know, that's the judge, right? The judge is literally telling you do this. And this is why Monet won. Monet followed the advice. That is literally the best advice. If you get on the show and RuPaul says you should do this, bitch, you do exactly what RuPaul told you to do. Did you like this challenge? How do you feel about the branding episodes? I feel like this challenge was like every other challenge in the middle. There's this weird, saggy middle yeah. of the season. Yeah. In other words, I, but here, here's what this season is really good at. Here's what the season's really good at. I will say this, as opposed, if it was the same kind of episode with a different cast, they ha- because these people are all great television, they are able to make it, even though if this was anybody else, this would be the most boring episode. I will say it's a very interesting episode to watch. I don't know if it's necessarily a very interesting episode to recap, if that makes any sense. Exactly. Because you don't have any critical exactly. thoughts about it. It's just like uh, junk. No, I legit have no critical thoughts, except I and thought this challenge was fucking well, that's okay. dumb. That's okay. I hate trendy shit, like mm-hmm. this whole TikTok. Make a viral dance. I, I fucking hate that. Yeah. I hate it. Okay. Let's get into it. Um, There was a whole part where they filmed the maxi challenge. There's not really much to say. Bored. Yeah. It was so annoying. But let's talk I about Runway like, Day. It's Runway Day and the girls get ready for the main stage. Shay shouts Alvin Ailey. Jinx is hoping her character covers her lack of dance ability while Trinity is confident about her video. The girls discuss who will be blocked next and Raja expects to get the plunger and hopes to learn its secret power. Christian, everything do you have to say about the, the Runway Day? Oh, no. <laughs> well, the one thing I want to say is that Trinity... And uh, Jinx have a conversation about uh, the stars and who has what stars and everything like that. And they they point out that you know that Shay and Mo- Mo- uh, Monet only have one each, and so that yeah. they win. Blah, blah blah. And I said, you know what? I think this gave a hint as to uh, why uh, Monet won. Because if you want my opinion, Monet was really good. She's going to get a good review of me. But I probably would have really given it to Trinity and jinx if you're going challenge only but i think the fact that monet hadn't had a star yet gave her the bump that she needed girl tell me why tell me why i had the same thoughts when i saw that she was on the top i was like "Mm, this is giving produced oh well the whole season has been like this yeah um but now christian now we're ready here um we are going to talk about the looks um and you always know we're going to talk about the looks when you hear this music. And we'll go through it. I'm going to re- the, the first one down the runway. First one down the runway. Oh, actually, I wish I had pictures. Uh, 
the first one down the runway is actually pictures will be hard because it's revealed. But the first one down the runway is Shay. Any big thoughts on Shay? I was a little disappointed with Shay. She is a fashion girl. I think she mm-hmm. usually does bring really elevated looks. I mean, she's brought on some of the best looks on the stage. And I was a little disappointed. I thought the reveals were kind of basic. I thought they were really boring. Um, but I did like her very last reveal to her ass. I thought that was fun and unexpected, but I didn't really mm-hmm. care for it, to be honest. I wasn't like... Mm-hmm. The correct answer was two. I actually thought, I, I, but I will give you this. I went back and forth. I went back and forth and I almost gave it a boot. You know, but, uh, I think overall I gave it a two. Everyone, listen, everybody's look is elevated and polished, right? But I'm looking for something that's going to stand out against them. I'm comparing them to them right now. All right. Very good. That's why I'm being a little bit more critical. All right. Next we have Jada Essence Hall. I was very impressed. She had that many reveals. Mm-hmm. Um, I really liked, I think it was her summer season, which kind of looked like zebra stripes, almost like palm leaf, mm-hmm. like shadows. Um, I thought that was really pretty. She always looks gorgeous, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought the finishing dress was really impressive. I was more so impressed by like her type of reveal, mm-hmm. but um, I didn't like necessarily live for any particular look if that makes sense okay is it a toot or a boot it's a two for technical reasons very good next we have the vivian coming down the runway they kept making into the woods jokes and i wasn't here for it but go ahead um the vivian's reveals were pretty basic to me i didn't really care for it she looks gorgeous, of course. She always does. Mm-hmm. None of the looks were bad, right? But I wasn't really like, whoa. The cape was cool, but I wasn't. It just looked like a cape with fucking leaves glued on it. So. Tudor boot. Uh, it was boring. It was mad for me too. I mean, boot. <laughs> Raja, Raja Gemini came down. What are your thoughts here? Loved it. So fun. I just thought it was like. So Palm Springs, very resort, like she said. Um, I loved her references. I really, really liked Raja's look a lot. I thought her reveals were really smooth. And like I said earlier, I thought it was cool that she went from like a very frumpy silhouette at the beginning to the look at the end. And then I like how her hair looked. I thought she looked gorgeous. That's a two. Mm-hmm. Next, we have Evie Oddly. I felt like she had really good ideas, but they, she just had a very awkward walk, a very awkward presentation, and she usually is, but this one was particularly awkward. I liked that little mask reveal to her face, mm-hmm. but it wasn't as like seamless. I feel like mm-hmm. she should have rehearsed it a little bit. Um, and Evie has worn some of my favorite things. I mean, she was the person I was championing for her season to win. So, um, but yeah, no, didn't. It fell flat for me. I thought it was an interesting concept, though. I liked her concept a lot. Well, I gave it a boot, and so did you. So there you go. Next, we have Jinx Monsoon. I'm surprised. I really liked hers a nice lot, nice. actually. I really liked Jinx's. Her presentation of it wasn't my favorite, but it, I did like the pieces individually. Um, even the silhouette that was really simple, that like 
little mini dress with mm-hmm. the circle skirt and the long sleeves. Mm-hmm. But the print was so bold and beautiful. So yeah, I liked her looks. I liked the the concept. It was a very clean storyline and her references were really good. All right, next we have Monet Exchange. Loved it. Well, you loved it. She made a very clear statement. I thought it was very clever, and I thought it was the most unique out of all of them. Mm-hmm. She stood out to me the most, 100%. Like, loved it. And then finally, we have Trinity the Tuck. Your thoughts here? Very Trinity. Very Trinity. Um, you know, I'm looking at it right now. It was... Girl, Trinity's just hella tacky. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's just hella tacky. But she's always grand. She's just our... I don't know. Trinity is kind of like a Roxy Andrews. Like, they invented drag. Mm -hmm. Like, they take... They take, like... (coughs) Are you okay? Oh, my God. Sorry. Yeah, I'm choking on my cold brew again. Um, Cold brew's the guy he met last night. I'm Cholo. (laughs) um she looks gorgeous i mean she kind of i don't know why why do i feel ashamed (laughs) to like trinity shit let's unpack this because trinity always entertains me like no matter what she's a very fierce fucking competitor Mm -hmm. she's a great queen but there's something about her that i just can't connect with Mm -hmm. but i really do like her i really do appreciate her i think i just don't connect with like country people okay i get what you're saying i don't know if i'd go that far but i i I will say this even though she's been on multiple seasons and done well on multiple seasons i've enjoyed her on all the seasons enjoyed her on all the seasons i'm always surprised i'm always like oh that bitch is good and i don't know why it won't stick with me like if she comes back in five years i'll be like oh here we go this bitch again exactly yeah i don't know but then i'm always gonna enjoy her so i'm like why yeah i don't get it i don't know why either but we happen to agree. And so there you go. And those Actually, are... I really like her look. Like her yeah. beginning. Her beginning was gorgeous. Like looking at it right now, kind of amazing. All right. Well, those are the looks. All right. Now we're going to talk about the uh, the videos. The Vivios, as she would want you to hear. Um, I was so over it. Oh, my gosh. She said it enough times. I was like, okay, bitch. Let's go through uh, Shay's video. Uh, I might even have the names of them, actually. What were your thoughts on this on this dance video? It was good. It was clean. But I don't like the tutorial part of this. Of the Shay one or like, any it, of them? Just, of any of them. I'm like, just do the fucking dance. Mm-hmm. Like a fucking TikTok. I don't want the tutorial part. It's not... I just don't like this challenge. Well, the thing with Shay is other people try to make up funny things. Hers was just like, and then you're the cha-cha bitch. I'm like, well, you're just literally just saying the steps. Like, oh, but I feel not- like she did. What else could you do though? I don't, but I think, but I think that's Shay. I think Shay this season is just like, I'm going to do a competent version of the assignment and nothing more. She understands the assignment and she satisfies the assignment, but it's never elevated. It's always just a competent execution of the of the um, idea of the assignment. And is it, or do you think that we're just being a little harsh because she usually does elevate it? She usually does take it to the next level, like in previous seasons, perhaps. Or maybe you no. might argue that she was no, because season nine's a pretty competitive season. I don't know. And season nine, remember, I know she didn't win, but we she all thought incredible. that bitch was going to win. 
She was incredible. Yeah. Um, All right. Jada Essence Hall. What did you think of her video? I feel like very one know. She plays the same character every time. I don't understand her brand. It definitely didn't let me understand her brand more. Well, because it was all building towards that stupid look over there joke. Which was so, which I'm so over. It's not that funny. Look over there. That's not that funny. It never was that funny. Okay, the Vivian. Hers was like, she rolled on the floor and she did a teddy bear dance. Okay, I'm going to tell you what. I told, this is what I put in my note. I just put meh. Everyone gets a meh except for a few people. But I will, they, she, she does get a plus because she has the best use of my future husband. What's his name again? Austin Sosa or whatever? What's, I just made up a name. Girl, I, all I saw after the Discord peeps dropped his Instagram, I was like, fuck that. He's a JoJo Siwa fag. Girl, bye. I well, cannot. I, I, I cannot agree, get but- behind adults acting like children. It makes me very uncomfortable. Wait, hold on. In fairness to him, in fairness to him, he was just I Ezra mean, Sosa. Bag. Ezra Sosa. He was just, he was, he's a dancer and so you, on, uh, Dancing with the Stars. So he was a sign. I think her. you can dance. Or do I you think, think, you think you he can was dance, on? I think. I think he was on So You Think You Can Dance and then he's a dancer on Dancing with the Stars now. And I think he was assigned to her. I think he was her partner. Yes, but Joe no, just see what, She was with a girl. She was with a girl. Oh, she was? Yeah, that's why there was like all this like, oh my god, oh my god. I just have never gone oh. behind that girl's brand. It just she's like, why are you dressing like a toddler? Wait, it makes me feel second. very uncomfortable. You're a no, fully no, no. realized adult, sis. I'm with you on the JoJo Siwa. I'm with you on that. My favorite video. So JoJo Siwa and friends are included okay. in that. JoJo Siwa is full. She is like, if cringe was a person, it would be JoJo Siwa. Right? Yeah. Like, have you ever seen that video of her outside of, I think it's like Hugo's or Mark's or something like that, right? And the, t- the, the paparazzi asked her to do a dance. Have you ever seen that video? No. Oh my oh God. Oh my no. God. It is God. so cringy. Anyway, I'll send it to you after. But, um, I, yeah, JoJo C would know. So I thought he was her dance partner. Oh, so he just, no, he's like her tour jo- dancer. Oh no! Which I'm sure she pays well, and yeah. you know she's also a professional dancer, so I'm sure she, I'm sure she treats them with respect, and uh-huh. she knows their needs better than anyone. But like, <sighs> honestly, people that like really appeal to children like that mm-hmm. hard by like, mm, Wait, it's hold, just someone, like what's empowering about that? Someone, How are you an empowered lesbian? Someone posted the what the fuck are you really showing? They posted the pop, and I think she has. I think she has a very, res- uh, like, a big responsibility with her platform being lesbian. There's not a lot of visible lesbians. And also having an appeal to children during a political climate where we're saying you can't say gay. We can't have gay shit around kids. We can't taint children. It's like, bitch, do something with it. Be empowered. Like, where is the social? Like, why aren't you doing shit to make you more adult? Like, and then maybe I can respect you as a fucking peer or an adult instead of like a fucking weird entertainer. But get your bag because good for her for that, you know? Sounds like she's your Ben Platt. Except she is talented. She's a good dancer. By the way, if anyone is mad at, I forget to mention this sometimes, if anyone's mad about my Ben Platt rant or Christian's Jojo Siwa rant, we have a complaint email address. It's the best of today at gmail.com. Send all your hate, all your vitriol, call me whatever name you want. 
call Christian, whatever name you want, send it there. That's where all our complaint emails go. The best of today at gmail.com. And then uh, I may ahead. just, may I add a little disclaimer before you send your email, after you type it up, really look at it and assess it from our point of view when we read it and what my thought may be about someone who lit- who actually has the time to actually type out an email, actually send it. Girl, well, it's hold for on. entertainment. It ain't that deep, sis. Unless you have constructive feedback, that's very generous of you. But girl, relax. This is how I feel. I feel most of the time people should listen to you, Christian. But I think in this case with us, get as mean and nasty as you want and just email that to the best of today at gmail.com. Get as horrible, nasty, just get out of your system. Just don't let it sit on your heart. Write the most horrible, threaten our lives, do all that, the best of today at gmail.com. And just remember why we're laughing at it and why we appreciate those mean emails to begin with. Understand why. Try to understand that part. Uh, all right, moving on. Um, the, oh, yeah, the video we talked about. Raja, your thoughts on her? That look was weird. I don't know. On the day. It's, Oh, we talked about no, no Raja, yeah, the dance one. That one was. I'll be honest with you. Until we get to the last few, it's just they're all meh. I couldn't even tell you yeah. any about Raja's dance. Raja's dance was just so basic. I'm gonna not even try. Very that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Raja's. I'm kind of tired of Raja. And listen, I'm Raja's still my fave, but I'm kind of tired of Raja's brand on this show being like. I'm a model. I'm a goddess. This is who I am. This is what I do. And that's all I'm going to give. I just have to exist. I'm just like, mm, okay. I'm a, I want you to know, if we ever had Raja on the show, this Christian would change his tune. So, Oh, I love her. Bitch, Raja and Delta Work are two of like my... I fucking worship these hoes. These hoes are my cousins like mm-hmm. they remind me of my cousins that were born and raised in LA they are exactly like they get the humor like mm-hmm. it feels like we share brain cells like mm-hmm. it, they're legit like my faves and in terms of fashion i love her references i totally understand it all i get i get all of it and yeah. i love all of it mm-hmm. but i'm just saying mm-hmm. i th- but it's not her it's the challenge you know what i'm saying yeah all right, next, Evie Oddly. Your thoughts on Evie Oddly's dance? I get you. They're mm-hmm. all like meh. But now let's go to like it's they saved the three best for last. Jinx Monsoon. Great. Fantastic. I loved it. Jinx is just entertaining as fuck. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm glad she made it. Like, see, Jinx is just really good at taking control of the challenge. Yeah. She's really good at taking control of the challenge. Well, they get She's she a good- and she and Trinity get the joke. The other girls exactly. And would it. you say would you say that it does require like improv, strong improv skills for these challenges? Like Jinx is really good at being like, "Fuck that! I'm not a TikToker either." But yes, and you know, yes. she's a good improver. Like, okay, well, I'm gonna make this work for me, and I'm gonna mm-hmm. infuse the best of my abilities into this. Yeah, 100. percent All right, Monet Exchange, my favorite. Oh, it was your favorite of all of them. Mm-hmm. It was very, very good. I think Jinx and Trinity's were my favorite, but it was it held its own against them. It actually and it actually of the three of these really good ones had the best dance. It was actually like a real dance that you would see and respect as a dance. 
It wasn't some bullshit. So it had the joke and the dance, which I think is a very strong component. I agree. I think I think Monet's and Trinity's were my favorite. Okay. And then finally, Trinity's we know you liked. Um, mm-hmm. But it was funny. Again, it featured uh, my boyfriend. Um, I keep forgetting his name. Uh, name. You know Ezra. I don't like the guest Ezra judge? Sosa. Okay. The guest judge. Why are you? Why do you look like that? Clean your fucking beard. Get a fucking haircut. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck did you just look like? So, like college dorm energy. Mm-hmm. It's not cute. Yeah, he just does not have star quality. Well, I don't really know him. I'm just like Mario on my television. Fuck off. Like, put someone that's fucking cool on there, not you. On the main stage room. By the way, once again, if you have any complaints whatsoever, <laughs> I know we're being really hard on Ben Platt. Please email the best of today at gmail.com. All right. On the main stage, RuPaul names Jinx and Monet exchange the top two all stars of the week and give both a legendary legend star before Woo! making them battle it out in a lip sync for their legacies. The lip, the lip sync, a rendition of the iconic designing women monologue, the night the lights went out in Georgia. After the lip sync, Monet is named the winner and uses the platinum plunger to block Raja. Christian Ochoa from Bring It to the Runway. Any final thoughts on the episode? I don't know why they blocked Raja. Wait, Monet blocked Raja? Yeah. Wasn't it Jinx? Damn, I thought Jinx won. Jinx and... No, Jinx Jinx didn't win the lip sync. Monet did. Monet was really funny. I love love when it's like two really good queens and it's like any of these bitches could have won, you know? Mm -hmm. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any other big final thoughts on this episode? Um, no, I didn't like it. I was bored. Um, it was very whatever. I know, you know what I noticed right now when we were like going through the looks? They started showing the runway and the challenge results like so early in the episode. Like, yes, by minute 20, I was like, whoa, like that's how, that's how you know it was just like kind of of a week. Um, story for this episode so yeah not really pleased to have recapped it It was very boring all right well that's gonna do it for this week yes why we were talking about everything else so discord peeps when you want to be a little you know and and type out i thought this was drag race recap well sorry pals this episode was just not that entertaining did you say sorry fat pals i said sorry pals where did you hear fat Joe? You love to victimize yourself. You just want a reason to like go in your shell and reclude and just like be a little cancer bitch. Happy birthday again. What are we going to do to celebrate? Joe did not invite me to his birthday party. And then I, I messaged you. I messaged you during the party. Yeah. And I said, I'm Oh, here. and my message didn't go through. My voice memo didn't go through. That's why it, maybe it didn't make sense because it went through the next day. But I did respond. It was funny. I said I was with my real friends. Yeah, you did. Well, that's going to do it for this week's episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. Be sure to join us next week and every week as we continue to discuss, dissect, and deconstruct each brand new episode of RuPaul's Drag Race All-Star Season 7. So for Christian Ochoa and myself, sashay away. Thank you for listening to RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. Have something to say? 
Leave us a voicemail at speakpipe.com slash afterthoughtmedia or email us at dragracerecap at afterthought.media. For more drag race and LGBTQ content, support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash afterthoughtmedia. This episode was produced by Luke Stamen and Zach Birch. Nathan Brown has two other podcasts. The first is Breaking Down Bad Books and the other is called Bravo Bravo Effing Bravo. You can find those podcasts wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find Nathan on Instagram at NathanBrown90. Finally, follow Joe Bettens on Instagram at Joe Bettens. Special thanks to our expensive tier Patreon supporters. Agnes Yesho Pinska. Alex S. April Pacheco. Obtuse Guy. Brad Coley. Karina Williamson. Dave O. Dak Head. Elizabeth Timmer. Emma. E. Smith. Boastful Cake. J. Thomas Plank. Jesse Harris. Anonymous. Lauren Eckert. Dufus Maximus. Lucy Carrasco. Luke Stammen. Mercedes Muller. Nicholas Springham. Nikki Baker. Poppy Woods. Ricardo Herrera. Robert NYC. Sarah Yu. Tom Bombs. Travis Newland. Troy Anderson. Zach Nelson. Drag Race Recap is an Afterthought Media podcast. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring the show. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Drag Race today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Drag Race.